0: Uh, so I was well, over the weekend I went to go see Marvel's Eternals, not the Eternals, just Eternals. Oh, okay. um, went went solo on a Sunday night. Tried to pitch it to the girlfriend, but f- fair enough, she was like, "No, I don't want to see it." It's long. It's oh, George, it's a slog. Oh, this film's no. long. So okay, so uh, we we had talked a couple of weeks ago about where we were at with the MCU, right. and a broad summary of what we roughly said was that I think we said we had quite a good level of trust Mm -hmm. with our time and our money on the commitment of a Marvel film. And I'd say we we, we were quite happy for them to introduce characters to us that we'd never heard before and have faith that they could deliver. And I went in with Eternals knowing nothing about what it was. Basic premise is, this is taking place in the MCU, right? So it, 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 it for, in some way connects to all the stuff to do with the Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, etc. et cetera. Um, this, this movie opens essentially at the beginning of, of humanity, at like early primitive Mesopotamia era. You have these beings which are almost like divinely created as adults, immortal and eternal. Um, they arrive on this... Um, uh, monolithic spaceship right. to Earth. They are given a quest by these um, giant, titanic uh, beings called Celestials, and right. I'm talking big, like the size of moons. So I, I think that's in really, the trailer, huge, isn't it? A huge yeah. red, demonic-looking thing called Celestials, and they, Selma Hayek plays one of like the, the sort of like spiritual leader of the Eternals, and she right. is given uh, tasks by the Celestials. And what, it, the main opening is. Uh, It's very wordy, and there's lots of words you've never heard before. And it's a bit of like, okay, okay. Like the architect
1: scene in The Matrix.
0: A little bit. Not quite as bad as that, but on the way. And it's you you need to go to Earth and protect it for when we need it. You need to protect humanity from these evil beings from the the dawn of the universe called deviants. And these deviants are these very generic looking, sort of rhinoceros, tiger-esque, wispy, um, beasts right. that they had to kill. Incredibly generic. You know when um, CGI monsters are just like floating wiggly uh, lines? Yeah. Kind of like that. So in, in the first sort of few, few, i say like 20 minutes of the film, you see the Eternals at different points in human history and it does a lot of jumping around. You start like Mesopotamia, then you go to like 1510 AD, then you go to 1945, like the Hiroshima bomb, and they're, they're given very clear instructions, which is, protect humans but do not interfere with anything that they do. You can teach them certain things and you can interact with them, but you must not in, interfere, yeah. you must only protect. So it explains why, there's a lot of scenes where it's like, why didn't you intervene when Thanos erased humankind? And their argument kind of is, which I it kind of worked actually, which was, well, we're not going to intervene because part of warfare and learning and death is going to get humans to where they need to be. It's part of their progression. They need to die. And then, you know... This isn't, this isn't spoilers, but throughout the, the first part of the movie, the Eternals get, really struggle with seeing civilizations rise and fall. And they see these people tear each other apart. Right. And one of them has the, has the power to like, occupy minds and tell people to stop doing. The other one is basically like Superman. The other one is, sort of, can manipulate the elements and change water into wine and wood into frost. All of these kinds right. of things. So they have the power really to intervene and protect okay. people. And there's one who is able to teach technology and he's like an engineer. And the byproduct of his teaching humans certain things led to the invention of the atomic bomb. Right. Right. So obviously, okay, well, we have intervened in some way, and this has led to one of the most like atrocious inventions yeah. ever. And they end up fighting, and because of that, they all go their separate ways. And you kind of cut to modern day, seeing them in all their different parts doing different things so kumal ninjani is like an eternal bollywood star who keeps like saying well the guy from 100 years ago is my great grandfather and that was my grandfather and that's thing and that's me and so you realize what he's done some of them live very normal lives as teachers there's one who is like a 14 year old 15 year old girl and she's immortalized as a girl so it's really hard for her to be eternal because she has to move around in this very nomadic life every five years because people realize that she's not aging and that's really difficult for her The rest of the plot happens, and that's for you to discover when you go and see it. And the whole time the film was happening, I was really bored. And I was like, wow, I can't believe a Marvel film is boring me. I really thought this this couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I got to the end, and I was like, wow, what what didn't work about this? And I think it was a huge lack of charisma Mm -hmm. and fun and nothing Mm -hmm. to anchor yourself onto. And I was thinking back on some of the Marvel films that I thought really worked. And I thought about the films that I didn't know anything about going into... And I thought about the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy, right. which is obviously a completely different film, a completely different yeah. tone. But do you remember the opening where Peter Quill puts the headphones on and yeah, the cassette? And he's, he's dancing yeah. through. And I go, even though I know nothing about this character, yeah. I immediately am quite curious to see who he is, what he's doing, yeah. and what he's up to. Yeah. This film doesn't have a really good central dynamic or performance to really anchor you in. Mm. And it suffers from it the whole time. It's very somber. It's very heavy. Um, it stars... Uh, Richard Maradon, Barry Keegan, Kit Harrington, um, Angelina Jolie, who's great in this, but also I found quite distracting. I was like, you're really good, and you haven't done much acting, but I wish you'd do more, but you're kind of like forgotten about in this. There are a couple of really cool ideas... Not explored, but I was shocked by how much of a bore mm. and a slog it was. It felt like going back to the bad films of Phase One, and I felt betrayed in my trust. I really, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I really thought, because I was saying like, I thought yeah. I could go in, and I thought they had at least yeah. a, a little formula to say like, yeah, like this is this will be solid, and you'll enjoy it. It was mm. so boring.
1: That's the thing, though. If you're going to take, if they want to take risks and, and expand, they're yeah. going to take the risk of it being boring. But I have to say, uh, it does kind of come across. I, I, I wish I. I kept thinking to myself, why am I more excited by this? And I think it's because, well, I always let people like you go to the cinema first and tell them what it's like. But it it does look very flat. It does look very great. It does look incredibly generic.
0: Like with the, the monsters and everything. The, the design of the costumes didn't work for me. They look like Power Rangers. You know, the live-action Power yeah, Rangers? Yeah, yeah, no. And, the, um, and, it's, and, and it's a lot of and, posing and staring at the side. And the jokes looked really forced. Standing in a formation. Uh, jokes were okay. Could have done with three times Camille Ninjani and uh, the other guy who was great, who I can't remember.
1: Yeah, okay. I just, I mean, look, the thing is, I like Chloe Zhao. I've, yeah. only,
0: I've only seen Sorry, that. Directed by Chloe Zhao. Yeah, to
1: be fair, I like Nomadland. I love Nomadland, actually, but I, I haven't seen any other. didn't see the ride or anything, but even yeah. then doesn't matter what you like, as soon as you know the person's directing a Marvel mm. film, it's not really going to have their imprint in it, is it? And The the, the is gone. It's more just like we want to just see how you steer the ship mm. not how you build the ship. Um, it, it, uh, sorry. Well, no, I just, I, I, I think it's a shame to hear that and um, I will go see it just to concur with that, but... <laughs> Um, I think it looks like an uh, incredible amount of heavy boring weighty
0: lore you yeah. know L-O-R-A lore law I mean I was like where is the fun and it's yeah it's it's exposition to exposition oh. to exposition and for the first 20 minutes I was like who who am I following who is yeah. the heart or the so, I'm not saying someone needs to be really funny like a Peter Quill I'm just saying like who who do I yeah. who do I go to and then coming towards the end in what was the third act I was like surprised to arrive there and uh. then I was like oh is that is that the what we're coming to uh. is that it uh. very generic action later something I couldn't really follow oh, or understand where people were and what happened characters disappeared and I was like well you would have been useful there mm. um, and then it got to the end and I was like really boring Did it feel like because a lot of
1: these films I I've, I've you know heard from other you know sources and stuff that that sounds mysterious you know other podcasts other materials other yeah. you know they say that the, these fight scenes and set pieces are actually made before the film often like years before not years before but maybe like two years before so when, when they start production they've already choreographed and set out the you know the storyboarded the the action set piece and does that, that that's that was the problem I had with Black Widow, but like would do, do you feel uh, but, like but I,
0: I wish it it, it, it I'd felt like it had that because the action mm. did nothing for me. Mm. You could tell someone had gone in and go, okay, so we've had a lot of dialogue. Let's get an action scene in. And it would okay. happen. And you, you had three of them. But again, incredibly generic do CG I need baddies. To seen, do I need to have seen Shang-Chi to enjoy Eternals? No, you don't need to have seen anything else to enjoy this. And I think you could probably, who knows, maybe they're laying something that I don't know, but that doesn't mean it's going to be enjoyable to our film. You could miss this, I'm pretty sure. And get watch a four minute YouTube do video. You think, do you think I could wait? the five months it's going to take for it to yes. get to Disney Plus? Do not pay free. money to see it. What I really Shang- would I, I thought I could go, oh, maybe I didn't need to see that in cinema, but maybe if I had like a takeaway and a glass of wine on Disney Plus, I'd enjoy that. I, I wouldn't even waste your time. Actually, it was so boring. Jesus. Yeah. I, I'm so much more negative about it than I actually ever thought I could.
1: <laughs> but 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 you've seen Shang Chi as well. I'm, I'm curious to you I, have though, seen I haven't seen that. And, and Shang Chi, like my
0: attention on that. Shang Chi, you should definitely go and see. Like action in Shang Chi is so much fun. There's a great dynamic between Shang Chi and uh, the French. So just to quickly intro Shang Chi, Shang chis also a Marvel film set in the cinematic yeah. universe. It, came out it, a it of very ago, much yeah. yeah came out a couple of months ago. The Marvel films are like once a month. We have got Spider Man next. Yeah. It's just it's all ma- COVID stuff. It's all COVID. Just a machine, um, and it, it really sort of wears its. Uh, it's history of chinese martial arts cinema on its sleeve and it really does a great homage to to yeah, all of that if you sure. if you grew up in the early 2000s and you watched all those amazing yeah. you know movies you, you'll you'll really enjoy that mar- it's it's definitely a marvel yeah. take on those uh Shang-Chi uh, grew up in, in China with his dad, who's possession of these magical ten rings, combat, yeah. ancient mythology, cut to him in like modern day San Francisco. He's sort of a nomad, working as a valet with his non-romantically linked uh, female friend. And they have a really great, grounded contrast contemporary contrasted relationship compared with the mythology and that that core immediately gets you unlike Eternals Mm -hmm. and I'm like ah I follow these two Mm -hmm. they are learning and experiencing this world like me and that is what hooks me in but as far as Shang Chi goes, I don't have many yeah. things to say no, about it. But, but, but like, the action it's scenes, were, it delivers all the goods. And the action scenes are incredible. I'm like though, that was really well done. That yeah. that it deserves maybe not quite to the calibre of like a, a John Wick action. Okay. But I'm like, that works so well and that looked really cool and I had fun.
1: One thing about just th- about Eternals. Kit Harrington's in there.
0: Yeah. Kit Harington's Harington's fine. Richard Madden's fine. There's a really annoying moment where obviously Kit Harington and Richard Madden were in Game of Thrones together. And they have a moment where they meet and they have this prolonged hello. And they go, they shake hands, introduce their character's names. He's like, hi, I'm Icarus. Hi, I'm Thing. And he's like, hello, nice to meet you. And they have this knowing look and it doesn't come up anywhere else. So I'm thinking that was just a knowing look for people who know they're in Game of Thrones together, which is fine. But... I don't care. No, that oh no. We, we do it, just do, do it in a funnier way. Do it in. Are way. we just gonna do that with every character that's ever been in a TV show or a film together? They, they didn't <laughs> these films didn't have, are gonna be ten hours long. Yeah, they had a really long prolonged. Like, nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, we were in a thing that was also oh, very no. big. And it
1: did work. It's like the hot, you know, have you ever seen this? It's such a throwback. I've never even seen these films, I've just seen the clips. You know hot shots and hot shots part Deux with Charlie no, Sheen um, no. with Mike no Charlie Sheen playing it's like a Vietnam Rambo spoof and there's a bit where they're on the river he's on a riverboat and he's narrating out loud which he's doing in a spoof of apocalypse now which right, is obviously okay. spoofing Martin Sheen yes of course who is that and then the, and then he hit and he stops recording it and he still hears the voiceover and he looks up and there's another riverboat coming towards him and it's Martin Sheen recording his thoughts and they look up and they both stand up on the hull of the boat and as the, as their halt <laughs> as their bolt... Oh, as their boats pass each other they at the same time go I loved you in Wall Street because they wrote in it they play yeah, father yeah. and son in Wall Street so that's, that's what good. that reminds me of that would be great because, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that I loved you in
0: the th- yeah yeah it's, it's just yeah that that was just distracting and then it never it's not like they had another moment together which made that to make sense the very big action scene shot two minutes away from here which yeah. was really good fun literally in, in Camden very big very very big action James, scene tell I was the, like the topic where we, we record can. I think I've said it like three times across the show <laughs> North London elite <laughs> um, yeah and it's like, oh, that's fun. And then I didn't have any more fun for the rest of the film. That's that's my main thing. I, I thought we were at a point where Marvel meant, even if it was, even if it could be somber in tone, that yeah. I would have a really good time and I would have the nuggets to be like, oh, that's next. There are post-credit scenes. Harry Styles is in a post-credit Why, scene. No, gonna tell oh, me that. it's not oh, a spoiler. Oh, George, it's not a spoiler. He's just in it. He's just in it. What you're gonna be like, ah, oh, I'm so excited Harry Styles is in is in Marvel stuff. I'm not telling you who he is. I know
1: who he is. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. so
0: you know who Harry Styles is? No, playing. no,
1: no, no. I, I I thought you meant do you know who Harry oh, Styles is? Harry Styles is. is. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, just I, I was I was surprisingly disappointed.
1: Well, I might check it out, but again, in Don't. five months' time. Then, <laughs> I tell you what, I'll check it out in six months' time when I next have a cold.
0: Yeah. But you you know what? You're cause you haven't gone to the cinema, paid money, mm. and like taken yourself there. Oh, if f- not ripped off. You won't you won't feel as irritated.
1: Ah, the modern cinematic yeah. experience.
0: <laughs>